What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Depressed Sports Fans Podcast, number 16. We are here. The NFL season is starting in two hours. The Cowboys and the Bucks are playing, but in this episode, we're talking about our week one predictions for every single game. Uh, Kai is going to tell you who he thinks is going to win and why, and so am I. And we'll have a little discussion, and at the end, we might touch on the TJ Watt huge contract extension, because um, there is some debate around that, and if it was the right move. But since the season's here, get your liquor cabinets ready. Let's talk a bit. Some football, Kai. We're starting off tonight in two hours with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Who do you have winning? Well, I really don't think there's much to say on this one, Etienne. I think it's going to be the Bucks all the way. I think that it's going to be um, – it, it looks like it would be a game that would be high scoring. I hope it's high scoring. My gut feeling is that it's going to be low scoring. I feel like um, at the start of the season – offenses don't click as well as the defenses do i think the buccaneers defense is going to look amazing their offense might struggle but at the end of the day i don't see the cowboys putting up more than 21 points and i think that the buccaneers will just top that um i don't really see a scenario where the cowboys beat the buccaneers week one and if that does happen well we're in for a long and hard nfl season even though i don't like tom brady but that's a whole other conversation I'm, I'm assuming you have the Bucks too. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, though? Yeah, I got the Bucks too. I mean, they're the best roster in the NFL. And the thing is, Zach Wharton is missing for the Cowboys. Dak is coming off of a huge, huge ankle injury. And for a quarterback like him that does rely um, on escaping the pocket and running as part of his game, it Dak will not be as good for sure. But I think the Bucks' offense will start a little bit slow. I mean, it's week one. So maybe the Cowboys, they, they might look okay at first, but in the second half, expect the Bucks to completely dominate and take over. And sadly, Tom Brady continues his dominance in the NFL. But the next game we have is the Tennessee Titans uh, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury versus Mike Vrabel. Who do you have winning? I have the Tennessee Titans winning. Um, I just feel like they're a better matchup. The Cardinals' biggest weak point for me, in my opinion, is their cornerback room. I think it's very rough. You know, Malcolm Butler, they put him on the retirement list. He signed there in the offseason. I don't even know what's going on with that. Um, Patrick Peterson, although he he wasn't at his best last year, um, he's now moved to uh, Minnesota. And they have, what's his name? They have Sean Murphy Bunting or is... Yeah, Sean. No, no. No, he's on the... Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy, Mo- yeah. Murphy, yeah, <laughs> the um, Murphys, who he's pretty much their cornerback one now, which just isn't good enough. Um, and look at the Titans; they brought in Julio. He's going to play. He's healthy. They have AJ Brown, who I really love. Um, they win based off matchup, and I just think the Cardinals' defense is really mediocre. I think that the Titans are going to put up a lot of points. Derrick Henry is going to have a great start to the season. Ryan Tannehill is going to ball out. Um, the Cardinals should put up their fair share of points, but I think they'll lose by at least a score, a big score, like a touchdown, seven points or more on this one. Um, I'm interested to see, um, Cliff Kingsbury's play calling. If he comes out as a totally different coach and his play calling, um, if he has a whole different coaching philosophy with his first down and his third down play calling, then yeah. I think that the Cardinals have a good chance here, but I'm going off of what I already know, and I'm saying the Titans are going to win. All right. Well, for me, this is a guaranteed shootout. This is going to be a slaughterhouse. So many points across the board for both teams because I'm not – simply I'm not a believer in the Titans' defense. I really don't buy the Bud Dupree hype and that their their secondary is good. But I just – the reason why I have the Titans over the Cardinals is I can't just see Cliff Kingsbury – rallying up the Cardinals to go away in Tennessee and beat them in week one. I, I don't believe in him as a head coach. I think he is a, a solid, brilliant offensive mind. But, you know, I mean, there's a lot more to being a head coach in that time management. I don't think he's got that locked down. And uh, they didn't really end last season on a good note. I, I think the momentum is kind of going the Titans away because they did get Julio Jones. Derrick Henry's coming off that huge season. Ryan, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill's finally getting that the respect that he deserves for being a great quarterback. I see the Titans winning this one pretty much easily. Um, do you have anything else to say? No, let's move on. 
All right. Oh, you want me to do it? Oh, um, actually, no, I'll choose. I want to talk about the Seahawks versus the Colts. Um, I kind of have some hot takes on this. I think the Colts are going to be overall a better team this season than the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are not going to be as good as they've been in the last 10 years. But I think the Seahawks are going to beat the Colts in week one mm. based off the fact that uh, the Colts have a way newer and different roster. No Quentin Nelson. Um, Carson Wentz, just, I don't know, if, if he does go back to his quote-unquote MVP season form, um, I don't think it'll happen right away. It'll be a slow transition. I think that um, the Seahawks also start off really, really, really well. Um, historically, like all the time, all the time. I mean, we're always talking about Russell Wilson as the MVP in week four. By week eight, <laughs> we're talking about it's just the norm. It's just it, it happens every year. Um, and you know, last year the Colts were a pretty decent team. You know, they made the playoffs and they were very, very close to getting a playoff win, but they lost week one to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were the worst NFL team last year. Second worst. Well, I would probably say the Jets were the worst, but they uh, had the worst record last year. <laughs> um, Get out of here. So I think this one's a pretty clear lock to me that the Seahawks are going to win, and I don't even think it'll be close. I'm actually with you. I think the Seahawks just have more firepower in this game. They do start off just amazing. I give Pete Carroll a lot of credit in that regard. His teams get off to really hot starts. Um, there are other questions for them, but the Seahawks, I mean, I think their receiving core is going to be even better this year. I think DK Metcalf is really someone that is going to improve because, I mean, we already know what he can do, but he had a, some problems with the with uh, the drops and passes going off his fingertips. I think it's going to be fixed this season. Um, Russell Wilson, I mean, he, he cooks it up. And as much as I love uh, Matt Eberflus and this Colts defense, they got some injuries. And with Carson Wentz, I mean, he should, really should not even be touching the field in this game if I was... Um, Frank Reich. I think it's too dangerous because um, he had a, what was it, a, a foot or an ankle injury? Um, it was something like that, but I mean, I, I really don't know. Yeah. Although the Seahawks defense is not great by any means at all, I don't think the Colts have receivers to really um, expose the Seahawks defense for how mediocre it is at best. So I have the Seahawks um, going into Indy and winning. Yep, agreed. Um, next one is the Jags versus the Texans. We really should not spend that much time on it. All I really have to say is that I'm not going to pick the Texans until they show me that they can win. Because as of now, I'm going off the assumption that they are not going to win a game this season. Yes, they will probably win a game this season, but I'm just not going to, I don't feel confident enough to pick any team of, um, to pick them over any other team in the league. I mean, maybe if they played someone like the Lions or something like that i would consider it the raiders maybe maybe the john not even the no not the giants it depends um as of now trevor lawrence uh first nfl game first win yeah i mean i just want to throw this out there i have a gut feeling this could be a close game the jaguars really really should win but remember their head coach is urban meyer how much trust do we have in his first real NFL game, because it's it's a completely different scene than college, even though it may not seem like it. It definitely is with the preparation. And this is Trevor Lawrence's first NFL start, too. He might have some some butterflies. Um, now, the Texans, obviously, we know they're not a good team. They just traded away their best corner, Bradley Roby, away. So that the talent is really not there on defense at all. At least on offense, they have some guys, and they have a, a good running back room, I guess, because they got a lot of bodies. Um, but simply, Jacksonville is the better team. But just look at Trevor Lawrence, I guess. I guess it's the main storyline that I would look at. Is Trevor Lawrence, like, how does he do in his first start? And Urban Meyer, does he have any fuck-ups? Does he uh, burn timeouts? Does he kick field goals and touch in uh, in uh, fourth down situations that you should go for it in? Um, so those are my thoughts on that game. You know, uh, I think you're totally right there. Um, I will say I'm not, like, super happy that I'm picking the Jags. Like, I'm not super, like... The Jags are going to crush the Texans. The, the Texans have no chance. All I'm kind of saying is that I can't confidently pick the Texans. I can't even confidently consider mm -hmm. them. You know? Yeah. With that being said, I think we should move on to the Eagles versus the Falcons. Two new head coaches. 
going off uh, on each other. Week one, um, I, I think this one's easy. I, th I got the Falcons here, and I'm going based off who has the better talent. And it's not even close. I think the Falcons have a better talent. I think the Falcons' defense is a little bit suspect, but um, there is no more Dan Quinn. So I don't think that will be a problem anymore. The blowing games, hopefully that won't be a problem. I don't think it was ever Matt Ryan's fault. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's pretty safely going to be the Falcons, and I don't really have any high expectations for um, love either for the Eagles. Yeah, I got the Falcons winning this game too. I think I think the situation in Philadelphia is just waiting to blow up. I mean, Jalen Hurts, they like people people will say they have confidence in him. The Eagles front office has no confidence in no confidence in him. They got Nick Mullins and Joe Flacco, and then they just traded for Gardner Minshew. If Jalen Hurts is the guy and you're super confident about him, you're gonna only have him and like one other backup so you can get all the reps and develop. I don't know there. And Nick, Nick Sirianni, he seems that, more like an X's and What's up? That they, let's not forget that um, there was rumors. Deshaun Watson. They were, yeah, that. And, like, when they traded up to six, or when they traded, then they had that six mm. pick. They were going to take a quarterback. Should they have taken Justin Fields? I don't know. And even if you, even if you are a Jordan Love believer, just I, I respect your opinion. I don't agree with it. Jalen Hurts. But, hey, I'm not, like, Jordan Love could Hurts. be a successful quarterback. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> Jalen Hurts could be a successful quarterback. Um, But, like, if the front office doesn't have faith in him, it's simply not going to work in Philly. I know the team likes him, but the front office doesn't. And it has to be all three. It has to be the team, the coaches, and the, the players. And the staff. Everybody has to have their back. Um, for them to be successful, or else it's not going to work. I mean, that's all I have to say about that one. Is there anything else you want to add on about the Falcons? Or uh, Watch for a big, big game from Kyle Pitts. Fantasy owners, have him in your lineup. Noted, because I am a Kyle Pitts fantasy owner. Thank really? You. Um, all right. Now let's move on. Oof, I don't want I don't want to do this one, but we have to. I think this is the hardest game of the week to choose. It's gonna win. Um, this might be a little bit of hot take because I said it was the hardest game. I think it's gonna be the closest game. I think it's gonna be one of the most defining games because these are both teams that are going to be better than they were last year. Chargers versus Washington. Now, are either of these teams Super Bowl contenders? Probably not. The Chargers, like, they have a chance. They have a that slight, slight chance. Exactly. But I'm like, this will these teams be Super Bowl contenders in three years? Potentially. Yes. I think so. I mean, I, I, it's too early to predict, but I think so. Um, I chose, this is mainly gut feeling, partially logic, mainly gut feeling. I chose the Washington football team. Um, the reason I didn't choose the Chargers is. They don't have – they have – sorry, they do have a new head coach. Um, so the system will be a little bit different. It will be a little bit hard to get used to. Um, Herbert had zero preseason snaps, which I'm, which I'm all for. So there might be a little rust there. Um, they totally revamped that offensive line. They might not be totally coordinated in, in the run game. Um, Washington's defense, I expect them to come out extremely strong right away, especially that pass rush, going to terrorize Justin Herbert. Um, I think it'll be close. I don't know if it's going to be low scoring or high scoring, probably low scoring in the 20s, low 20s. Um, but yeah, I have Washington, and I'm not confident with that pick. Yeah, this game is completely 50-50, but I did end up going Washington just like you. And that's for a few uh, reasons. Number one, Austin Eckler might not play. Like, I'd, I'd, I won't even think that he wasn't going to have that much of an impact anyways, just because Washington has such a good run defense. And in the offseason, they somehow improved their already great defense to straight-up elite. They drafted a linebacker that Ron Rivera is guaranteed going to develop to be uh, the new Luke Keekley of his defense. Or the or the former Brian Urlacher back in Chicago, um, they signed William Jackson at cornerback. So the corner room, um, it's looking a lot better now. Uh, they got guys coming back off of injury. 
The thing that's that, that that is just creating some doubt in my head is Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is the wild card factor for every single game that he's on your team because he will either turn the football over like four times and cost you the game, or he will win you the game. So, um, but in this one, I'm I'm trusting the Washington defense, and they are playing at home. Um, so the football team, I think they're going to get off to a good start in 2021. All right. For our next game, should we talk about Bills Steelers? I think so. I think okay. this one, in contrast to the last game, I think it would be a pretty easy win for the Buffalo Bills. And you know, there's some doubt in my mind because I feel like the Steelers, if if they're gonna win any games this season, it's gonna be early games. And of course, they're gonna win some games. They're not the Texans here, um, but I think that they. I think that they um they have a strong chance to win this game, except I feel like it's just the Bills just have too talented of a roster. Um, the thing about the Steelers, right, is that other than quarterback, the most important position position group for winning football games is your offensive line. And the Steelers have no offensive line. Let's think about some of the really bad offensive line groups in the last 10 years. 2020 Bengals. Um, 2019 Jets. So I'm just thinking of ones that we know about. Um, let me think. I know that the for very before Bakhtiari and all that, the Packers actually didn't have a good offensive line in the late 2000s. Um, Lions' offensive line used to be really bad. The Steelers' offensive line now, I think, is going to be worse than all those. Like they have nobody. They have absolutely. It was bad last year, and then their so-called starting or their best starter last year. Uh, Doxon, Doc, 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 Dotson, Doc, Dotson, pronounce it, Dotson. Um, he is pu- was publicly shamed by Mike Tomlin in a press conference about a month ago, where he said he's not putting in the work. And this is the guy that the Steelers fans will tell me is their best offensive lineman. <laughs> so even though the Bills don't have the best defensive line, it's kind of one of their weak points. I think that they're gonna have a great defensive game. Sean McDermott is a good defensive head coach. The Steelers are not going to be able to move the ball on them. The Bills might get some turnovers. And I think that the wide receiver room of the Bills will terrorize the Steelers' corners. The one down in my mind is how the Steelers' front seven will bombard the um, offensive line of the Bills. I think at the end of the day, the Bills' offensive line will hold up. Um the Bills aren't going to blow the Steelers out, but I think that they're going to win comfortably. What do you think? This is actually the game. I have Pittsburgh winning this game in a massive, massive upset, okay? And I know everyone may, may call me crazy. This is half-gut feeling, but let me explain why. First of all, Pittsburgh's defensive line, it's still dirty. The Buffalo Bills offensive line, there's not really any new faces. It's pretty much the same group. And while they're okay, they're not a great group. The thing is, they have all the momentum. I think they might have, they might be a little bit too cocky, and it might hurt them this season. Um, and when you compare their defense, especially their secondary, that's what I'm concerned about, as in their cornerback room. Although the Steelers have not the best offensive line, Ben Roethlisberger is capable uh, of getting passes out really quickly and just releasing the ball. Um, he, he's amazing in the short passing game. Their receiving core is so good. I'd hate on Juju if you want, but they still have him. They have Deontay Johnson. They have Chase Claypool. I have them going on the road. Mike Tomlin getting the guys together. There's a reason why he hasn't had a losing season in any of his years as a head coach. I just, I have a gut feeling they're going to win. And Bill's Mafia is sadly going to witness a loss in front of their own eyes to start off the season. But it's I'm not saying the Bills are a bad team. I think it's just week one. And in week one, there's some crazy shit that happens. All right. I don't like hate that opinion and I don't completely disagree with it just because I think that I, I kind of do feel the Steelers winning this game, but I feel like I don't have any clear reasoning to say that you, you mentioned cockiness about the bills. If anything, the Steelers are too cocky. They're still doing that. TikTok shit. <laughs> They're still just doing that you, TikTok man. Get shit. out of here. I mean, it's, it's like, it's crazy how undisciplined the Steelers team is every preseason you hear stories every season. There are stories to talk about. Um, you know, there was a, their rookie um, 
inside offensive lineman, I forget if he's a center or guard, literally tried to fight the whole defense two weeks ago in practice. Like, what? what is this? Um, I think they'll, they'll still somehow win. I think maybe I think maybe the Steelers come out strong and they get a first-half lead. But I think Sean McDermott will discipline his team in the locker room at halftime, and they'll come out with a win. At the end of the day, it's just about mismatches, and the Steelers do not have the roster to beat the Bills. Um, and, like, you know, maybe they come out. Maybe they um, – Maybe they would beat the Bills week six or maybe week ten if they felt like they weren't winning enough games and they felt like they have something to prove. But I feel like, at least for the Steelers players, all right, the fans might not be completely confident. I feel like the Steelers players all believe that they're a playoff team. They don't know themselves. They don't know their teammates. I don't think they're a playoff team. If If you're on the Texans right now, you know you're not a playoff team. If you're on the Jags, you know you're not a playoff team. If you're on the Jets, you know you're not a playoff team, but you're com- you're comfortable with that. You know that's what you signed up for. Steelers players are coming in the season thinking that they're a playoff team when we all know they're not. They're not a third-place team, maybe. They're maybe a third-place team. I don't think they're a third-place team. <laughs> they, might, they might be a third-place team. You got a lot to say. <laughs> I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. But anyways, that was my rant about the Steelers. I had. I, had I like the enthusiasm, though. I love it. Yeah, let's move on. Niners versus Lions. Much more comfortable pick for me. I got the Niners. Um, I like the Lions roster. Um, DeAndre Swift just got accused of murder, which is interesting. But let's not talk about Wild. this right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Even though it's going to be Garoppolo, which I always have my little doubts about because it is Jimmy mm-hmm. Garoppolo. Look, he's not that bad. He led them to a Super Bowl. They almost won. I think that they are going to trample the Lions week one. I'm not a Dan Campbell hater as I once was. I've kind of come around. I don't, I'm not a Dan Campbell lover like somebody else is. But, I, yeah, I got the Niners. What about you? I have the Niners too, but I actually think opposite. I think this will be a closer game than many people expect. I don't okay. see the 49ers necessarily trampling the Lions. Um, I have so much confidence in Dan Campbell getting his players to put up a fight in games. Not necessarily win every game, but that they will show up to the field and be ready to play. They will tackle in open field. They will get them on the ground. They will fight hard until the whistle is blown. Um, there is the DeAndre Swift controversy, but, I mean, they have Jamal Williams, who's a quality back. It's it's week one. The thing is, with the 49ers, they've had, their receiving core has kind of been a little bit concerning. Um, I'm friends with a lot of 49ers fans. Brandon Ayuk has been having some serious drop problems in the preseason. I don't care about drop problems. But they have their receiving depth. I mean, they just put Jalen Hurd on IR, who was one of their better uh, depth guys. I don't. I think they are going to have to run the ball a lot, and they'll probably find success uh, that way. But throwing the football, I don't really know. But it's the it's the first game of the Dan Campbell uh, resume. I expect him to get his guys ready. I expect him to play hard. Um, I don't think they'll put up that many points. But keep in mind, Anthony Lynn is the offensive coordinator. Yes, he was a terrible head coach. I think he is he is a brilliant offensive coordinator. I really think he can scheme up a game plan to at least compete with the 49ers. But I think the game will slip away in the fourth quarter and go to the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I pretty much agree with everything you just said. Let's move on. Um, well, let's skip the Bengals and the Jets. Let's save those games for last. For last. Um, let's go Browns-Chiefs right here. This is our first afternoon game. It's at Arrowhead. Loud fans, full capacity. I got the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, every year. They, he always has his struggles, but he's always a great September quarterback. That seems to be his kind of peak. Like last season was his peak. His MVP season, he came out like amazing, especially at the beginning of the season. Um, the Browns also, they kind of struggle early in the season because they, they have to find their offensive identity. I think that when you're a run a, like a run team, first run first team and not even just a run first team a team that that offense depends on the run game which theirs does i think that it takes time to kind of build around like last year we saw it they didn't find their offensive identity until like week three after they had won first they, they found it versus the Bengals and they solidified it after that um it's gonna take time for them they are 100 percent a playoff team in my eyes um, they're not going to be a playoff team week one. Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are going to win comfortably. 
I agree with most of that. I think the Browns um, are going to lose this game. The Chiefs, I mean, when was the last time they lost week one under Andy Reid? I don't remember. I feel like they always come out very, very strong. Patrick Mahomes, like you said. I mean, the thing is with the Browns, I f they, they were heavily run-oriented last year, but I think they are going to switch a little bit, or they are going to throw the ball a little bit more this, this year. Um, and that's going to be, it's partly a new identity. It will take time. The Browns, they're kind of riding really high, even though they really shouldn't be too much. Yes, they made a lot of progress, but I think a lot of the, the players have confidence, and that's a good thing. But um, I think they might already kind of envision themselves um, in the playoffs already. When that's not the case, they have to play the regular season. And the Chiefs defense, man, don't sleep on it. It's really not a bad unit at all. In 2019, it wasn't that good. Last year, their defense really stepped up, and I expect the same thing to happen this season. Zat Arrow had one of the toughest uh, places to play a road game on. I got the Chiefs winning. Yeah. I, all right. Yeah, no, we pretty much did the same things. Um, <laughs> one of the ones we're not going to disagree on. This one, I don't think we're just going to disagree on either. Patriots, Dolphins. Um, I think the Patriots are going to win so comfortably. I think the defense is going to have a defensive touchdown. And then after the, like an early first quarter, first half one, after that, the game will slip away from the Dolphins and they'll chase the game with the passing game led by Tua, which just will not work against the Patriots. Extremely good secondary. Uh, I think that's exactly how it's going to go. Um, hope they can be a genius and get that ex exactly right, but you never know. At the <laughs> end of the day, well, the Bill, Bel Bill Belichick and the Patriots had a losing record last year, and I don't think that that's ever going to happen again. Um, he's probably very pissed that he had a losing record last year. And you saw that. I mean, day one of free agency, they made like seven quality signings. Um they signed a D tackle. They signed John Smith, Hunter Henry, um, Matt Judon, um, two receivers, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, and who is it? I forget from the Niners. Hendrick Bourne. Hendrick Bourne, yeah. Um, they're not going to play games this year. They're, they're an 11 win team. They're literally the playing a game. At the least. You know what I mean? They're not going to play. They're not going to be a, like frauds this year, like they were mm -hmm. last year. They're not going to be a Mickey Mouse team. They started strong last season, but they were frauds. I don't think they're going to be frauds this year. Mac Jones, believer over here and over there. Um, yeah, poor Dolphins because they have a great head coach, they have a great roster, but a bad GM and a bad starting quarterback. Oof. So oof, that's an, that's a totally new conversation for another time. But yeah. Um, any thoughts on that game? I got the same thing, man. The Patriots really should win this game. They're playing at Gillette Stadium, a place where Bill Belichick has dominated pretty much 90% of his career there. Um, but I think Matt Jones is going to have a great showing against the, the Dolphins' defense, which is no sleeper. I mean, they have a really good defense, but Matt Jones, he's a smart enough quarterback to realize what is not open. He won't force any throws. Even in his, rookie, even in his first game ever, I feel like Trevor Lawrence would be a guy who's more prone to maybe uh, try and force a ball in there, but Mac Jones, he'll take what the defense gives him. Uh, Josh McDaniels will scheme up some open guys for him. No matter what happens, he'll manage the game. The Patriots will win this game. The Dolphins, there are going to be some question marks around that team. It's just something that's inevitable, and yeah, not really much else too other than the Patriots sadly win week one, but what's new? What's new? This whole entire Giants roster. They did the whole totally. Oh, what a smooth transition! <laughs> We're moving on to the Giants versus Broncos game. Um, I actually haven't completely made up my mind on this one, so I'll let you go first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go For ahead. me, this is the lock of the week. I have the Denver Broncos winning this game. Listen, Denver's defense is a top three unit. Book it right now. They really upgraded, man. They signed quality cornerbacks. They had a great draft. They drafted Pat Sertain to an already loaded secondary. Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, one of the more underrated safeties, even though he's on the older side. That D-line, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. I mean, even though they have Teddy Bridgewater, who is not a great quarterback, he, by no means is he great. He is good enough, and with the weapons, with the adequate weapons that they have in Denver, it'll work. It's just going to work. When you have Noah Fant, when you have Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, uh, Melvin Gordon in the backfield, Javante Williams, a rookie who they traded up uh, in the early second round to go get, 
this team is destined to finally um, have greatness this season, man. It's been disappointing the past two years. Part of that is the defense. Part of that is Drew Locke. But now Drew Locke is not the starting guy. It's week one. They are playing away, um, which could be a little bit of factor because it's 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 harder to play at a mile high just because of the altitude. But anyways, I still have the Broncos winning, man. They're going to eat up Daniel Jones. Listen, the Giants have a great roster except for offensive line and quarterback. Those are the two main issues there. And that's where the Broncos, I mean, Daniel Jones might break his back this game. If you're a Giants fan, you might you might want to pray for your starting quarterback. Uh, or not if you want a different guy. But I have the Broncos winning. Um, Giants are going to put up like maybe 10 points at best. I don't see any more. Whoa. Whoa. Um, well, I completely disagree with that take. I think... I don't. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be field goals on both sides. And I think whoever wins this game is going to be whoever has the ball last. It's going to be like that because mm. I don't think either of the teams are going to be able to move the ball. I like, um, you know, we just the, – the Broncos have really good weapons, but so do the Giants. Um, they each have really good defenses. They each have really good secondaries. I think each of their front sevens are good, but they're both overrated. Um, if you know what I yep. mean, like I don't think that the Giants have the edge rushing. They, they drafted mm-hmm. Ojolari, but I don't even know how many snaps he's gonna get. Um, I think they they each have better. And then, sorry, I'm not gonna finish that thought. With the with the Broncos, I think that their D line is the most overrated part of their defense. I think Von Miller is washed. Shelby Harris. Harris. Shelby Dude, it's Vaughn Miller, man. It's not like he's suddenly some remember, bum remember now. Remember he had that whole thing with his, with his baby mama? Yeah, and that's gone for a reason. He's playing this game. It's gone it for a reason. It doesn't fucking matter. I to forget about it. I didn't forget about it. If the, um, NFL, if the NFL forgot about it, I mean, if, if it was something serious, they would not forget about it. He would not even be playing this season. I don't, it was, I don't think it was anything illegal. I think he just said, like, I don't, I want you to abort my baby, something like that. Like, I don't want you to have which isn't, like, illegal. Okay, so then how does that affect him on the field? It's a bad look. That's <laughs> Okay, not- that doesn't change the, the caliber of player he oh, is. That okay. will impact the game. Well, well, you know what I think is going to impact the game? What? Teddy Daniel Jones? Jones? You think Teddy Danny Dunn's? Um, cracking under the pressure of the loud New York fans in MetLife Stadium. Um, <laughs> I think that the game is going to be something weird, like, 13 to 9, and the Giants are going to, something really low scoring. Look, the Broncos win. I won't be surprised. I just got the Giants here. It's a lot of gut feeling. Um, I'm really yeah. not a Broncos fan right now. I would be a Broncos fan if they had a, if they had a Vic Fangio as their DC and a different head coach. Sorry. I know you hate that take, but let's not yeah, get into that. Fan. Whatever, man. Okay. Move on. Packers, Saints. Very easy for me. I like the Saints. I think they're underrated. I think. You know, people were kind of reacting about their cap situation. General manager, he deserves a mini round of applause for actually making a decent roster. Um, they they have some secondary issues. They have some wide receiver issues. But overall, I like their foundation with um, – I like Jameis Winston. I honestly like Jameis Winston here. Um, you know, he has all the tools. It's about the decision-making, but, you know – He's following in the footsteps of Drew Brees, who really never had the interception problem except for recently. But I think that recently he only had interception issues because his arm strength totally deteriorated and a lot of his passes were like getting tipped and stuff. Um, I think Jameis won't have a problem with that. They might start slow just because it's a lot of new pieces. I think the Saints defense is okay. Their front seven is pretty good. Um, but at the end of the day, they're playing the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers were had the best offense last year. Um, it's Aaron Rodgers. They're, they they pretty much guaranteed to put up at least four touchdowns a game um, with Aaron Rodgers on the team, I think. They have a great run game, too. Just everything about that offense is just perfect, except for the fact they don't have David Bakhtiari. But who, who used to rush off the right side in the Saints? Trey Hendrickson, he's not there anymore. They drafted Paxton Turner. He's not going to make an immediate impact. Um, I have the Packers by two scores, and I'm not worried about that pick at all. Interesting. I actually wrote down a, the Saints winning, but I, I'm i going to play it a little bit safe, and I will say the Packers will win. Um, they should win on paper. I mean, 
the Saints, they're they have holes, like you said. Receiver is a receivers besides Mark or Marcus Callaway, and everyone's banking on him. Like it's not a guarantee, but everyone I, is, I like is believing. The, the thing is with their receiving room is that it's kind of a bunch of number twos. Callaway has the potential to be a number one, but I mean after after Traquan Smith and Marcus Callaway, they have Deontay Harris, who's pretty much just a punt returner disguised as a receiver. You know. It's very thin. It's very thin. The thing is, the Packers, their secondary is really not that bad. Now that Kevin King is probably going to be a cornerback three on that team, I think they got a good secondary. They got a good edge. Uh, Zadarius Smith, criminally underrated still. Um, you obviously got Kenny Clark still and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to like absolutely torch them and put up like five touchdown passes, but I mean, that offense will still get going. Matt LaFleur is brilliant enough to at least... Um, get some deep shots down the field for Aaron Rodgers and get um, Aaron Jones, the, the ball. I mean, but I wouldn't rule the Saints out. I think this could be a little bit of a closer game in the first half, maybe. Um, but in the second half, it'll slip away. But I, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Saints um, show up because because of what happened with Hurricane Ida. I mean, they might not even play in New Orleans for five weeks, so they might play with some chips on their shoulders for the fans or just for um, any family there. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, prayers out to all those affected by Hurricane Ida in the Louisiana area. It's very tough, and I hope the Saints have a strong start to the season, uh, kind of to memorialize that. But yeah, um, let's move on. Bears Rams Sunday Night Football, baby. It's gonna be a fun one. Not really, because Andy <laughs> Dalton is starting, and not just It's gonna be an easy win for the Rams. I think the Bears. Also, I I just think there's gonna be some really bad Matt Nagy. Sunday night football play calling. Um, I, I see the Rams winning by a good amount. And they, I remember they played last year, too, and the Rams kind of crushed them. Their defense put on a great showing. I don't think anything separates Andy Dalton from Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, honestly. Um, other than experience in Mitch Trubisky's case, um, won't be long before we see Justin Fields, I think. Won't be long. Maybe it should be long, but I don't think it will be long. I got the Rams by 14, minimum. Right with you, man. The Rams should abs- they should just kill these Bears, man. They're going hunting because the Bears, they should stand no chance. Their defense is fine, but that offense versus the Rams defense with their offensive line, oh boy, it's going to be a long night for the Chicago Bears and Matt Nagy. I'm, I'm a doubter of Matt Nagy, but I think... Um, the Rams should have it in the bag. It's, it's going to be interesting to see Matt Stafford play against the Bears defense, though. Um, a team that he's played a lot recently. Um, trying to think of interesting storylines because the Rams really are, are just going to win. There's no other way around it. The, the Bears will not upset the Rams. It just will not happen. Um, I don't really have much else to say other than why do the Bears always get primetime games? Is that just me or they get way too many? I, I understand like when the Cowboys get it, when the Patriots get it. I understand when the Bucks get it and when the Chiefs get it. Why the heck do the, the Bears? I think you got If Justin there. Fields was the starting quarterback for a fact, maybe, but yeah. he's not. Why are we watching Andy Dalton on Sunday night? Why are you watching Andy Dalton on a Sunday night? You don't want to see Andy Dalton on Sunday night before school starts. I am not an Andy Dalton fan. He held our team back for too long. <laughs> I'm not a, a lot of the Bengals fans love him. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna like love him. He was. He's a cool guy. I like him as a person. Met my grandma in a supermarket once. Super nice guy, mm. but I don't love him on the football field. Um, anyways, let's move on. Raiders versus Ravens. Um, I got the Ravens here. You know the Ravens have had some injury concerns. Um, I oddly enough, I don't think they're gonna hold them back in this particular game. I don't know. I feel like the Raiders are a little bit underrated. I don't think they're gonna be a good team, but I think they're underrated because people are making them out to be like a top three draft pick next year. And I don't know if they're going to be that bad. Um, I'm not confident in that statement though, but anyways, the Ravens going to Vegas Monday night, early season Lamar, they're going to come out, run the ball so much with whoever they have. Um, I just think it's going to be a pretty comfortable win. I think also if they, if the Ravens get the um, lead first, I don't think the Raiders have a chance. If the Raiders put on two touchdowns to start the game, then now we're talking. That's the thing about the Ravens' offense. But I just, my gut feeling is that the Ravens are going to run away with this one, although I hope the Raiders do win. 
I actually have the Raiders winning this game. Um, a, a trend with John Gruden, at least the past few seasons, is that the Raiders always kind of start off a little bit strong. Um, and they're playing at home. They're playing in Las Vegas. They're finally going to get fans in the house. I, although the Raiders are not a Super Bowl team by any means, I still think they have quality players on that team. I think Derek Carr is one of the most disrespected quarterbacks. He doesn't get enough credit. I mean, he has not been the problem in, in, in Las Vegas slash Oakland. He really hasn't. Um, now, now, do they have a great defense? They made upgrades, but it's yet to be seen. Uh, I like Gus Bradley, but, I mean, we can't really base it off of just the offseason. That's the main question mark. Can they slow down the Ravens' uh, rushing attack? And the answer might be yes, just because of all the injuries they have. Like, I think they will still find ways to effectively run the ball, but not as much as if they were to have J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards. I mean, they're signing Le'Veon Bell and uh, Devontae Freeman now, and because it's, it's what they got to do. It's a last resort because they got injuries all over the place. The Raiders, they don't have the best weapons, but they they, they still somehow find ways uh, to, to move the ball down the field. And I have the Raiders winning this, honestly. I, I actually really like this as a Monday night game. It might sound crazy, but I'm just interested yeah, to see what happens. I don't hate it. And it's always like, even though the Raiders aren't the most entertaining team in the grand scheme of things, like imagine watching a playoff game with the Raiders in it. That would kind of suck. But regular season <laughs> Raiders games very entertaining i like their play calling i think they're just a fun team to watch i love watching darren waller play football oh yeah player um i think the raiders defense is going to suck this year i I don't care about gus bradley i think that they just don't have the talent but their offense is kind of disrespected the offensive line is a bit iffy but i love their weapons i love their weapons and that might be a little bit of a hot take but i do interesting um but I don't, I don't think it'll be enough to stop the Ravens, especially Lamar. Early season Lamar is really good. People forget, even if they don't. That's true. Even if they don't win their games, Lamar Jackson still plays good in the early season. Um, let's move on to Bengals Vikings. We might have to talk about this one for a good minute. I'll let you okay. go for. Actually, no. You know what? Fine. Yeah, you take it. You're the Bengals fan. Go first. I want to go first, and I'm choosing the Vikings. Um, am I trying to jinx this? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I just think that – I think the Bengals are not going to be bad this year. You know, I think we're going to be a mediocre team, and I think – which means that we're going to be around 500. Which side of 500? I don't know. Hopefully above. But if we're below, if we're 8-9, I don't know how I feel about that, but at least it wouldn't make me totally depressed about football as I was last year. But in this game, I think the Bengals, we have so many new pieces on both sides of the ball. It's going to take some time to adjust. It will be a close one. I think that we're going to lose in a heartbreaking way. But I think at the end of the day, the Vikings are going to pull it off. Um, hopefully, like, Bengals' new uniforms can make us win and change our luck. But I'm not going to base it off that conspiracy theory. Um I got the Vikings here. I really don't have anything to say about it other than the fact that the Bengals always disappoint me in week one. Look back at last year um, when Randy Bullock missed like a 20-yard field goal and then faked a leg cramp. Um, and then like a week later, he like went on the IR for or went on the injured list for a week. And then he came back and was totally fine and still sucked. Um and then the year before that, it, we lost by three to the Seahawks, who were a playoff team. Um, and that was a game – that was John Ross's last amazing game because he had two touchdowns and, like, 150 yards that game. And it made our outlook for the season so good. If we had won that game, you know, who, who knows what could have happened, but we lost by three because Randy Bullock missed a field goal in the third quarter, which would have been the difference. Um so, yeah, I think we're going to lose to the Vikings by three. Listen, I got the Vikings, too, but I think this will be a closer game. Yeah. I I, I just the think that... fight hard, and we lose close games. That always, <laughs> especially with Zach Taylor. Last season and the season before. We're going to lose, but it's going to be close. Is that a good thing? Maybe. No, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. An L is an L, but there's still good takeaways. But with this game, it's going to... The, the thing to watch is just offense. This is not going to be a defensive game. Not in the slightest. The Vikings, they will score points. The Bengals, they will most likely score points, even though Jamar Chase um, 
has some preseason struggles. We will see. It will be his first regular season action, and that's what really matters at the end of the day. Can he catch the ball when the games matter? That's to be seen. But I think the Vikings secondary is a huge problem for their team. I mean, they have really have no one besides Pat P. They cut their former first-round pick of 2020 already in his second year. So I, 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 I do like the Vikings' offense a lot this year. I think they, they had a great draft. I mean, adding... Uh, Christian Darisaw to that offensive line that is okay in run blocking, but in pass protection, they have not really been good at all. I'm expecting strides to be made. They just extended the right tackle. I want to see how they do on offense. Can they score against a against an unknown Bengals defense that is revamped? They did add some quality pieces in free agency, um, and especially in the draft, too. So it's going to be interesting to see these new teams. Both of them have questions. The Vikings, can they rebound? Can they go back to the playoffs? Will this be Mike Zimmer's last year? If so, how are they going to do? This is also Kirk Cousins' last year left. I'm almost positive of it. Um, and then the Bengals, Zach Taylor. He might get fired after the season. They got to get some more wins. I think he's only won, like, what is it, six games in, in, in two years? I mean, six games in two years, yeah, six games in two years. The time is now. Even though they aren't a Super Bowl roster, you still got to be able to win games. And Joe Burrow, coming off of the injury, can he stand still in the pocket? Will he not get scared is there no fear for him of hurting himself again where he can where he can remember his mechanics stay tuned into the game um because that happened with Derek Carr after his injury he was not the same it's just simple he was scared of getting hurt again so hopefully we don't see the same but there's a lot of takeaways with this game even though it may not really matter or you may not care who wins there's interesting storylines yeah you know some some quarterbacks bounce back strong like Tom Brady, for example, literally tore his ACL and like was the MVP the year after. So stuff like that happens, or you can get Carson Wentz situations. I don't know if that was the reason he started to become bad, but hopefully, I have I have I as a Bengals fan truly and one hundred percent believe that Joe Burrow is going to bounce back strong, but it's not a guarantee. I think it's a guarantee, but it's not a guarantee. Um, another thing I want to look at is just especially like even if we lose this game. I'll be extremely satisfied if our offensive line plays well. I think this is a great game to start us off. Um, it's it's a good test just because they have Everson Griffin, but the rest of the offensive line isn't amazing. They have a good interior, but – sorry, excuse me. The Vikings have a good interior defensive line. The rest Daniel of the, Hunter? Question mark? They have him. I mean, it's not like – they're not like a top 10 defensive line, but I think that they have a strong group. I think the it, it it's like doable for the Bengals. Um, I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, and we with that being said, let's move on. Let's move on to the Jets Panthers. This is our last game, 10 a.m. on Sunday. And who do you have? Because I have not made up my mind. <laughs> this game is so 50-50 too. I can I can envision both scenarios right it, now. I'm gonna say a tie for this game. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't do that. You got to pick one team. But for me, I can totally see the Panthers embarrassing us. Sam Darnold torching us. Everyone's saying, what did you do trading him away? Their defense looking good, Zach Wilson throwing picks. But on the other hand, I could see us pulling off a huge win in Carolina, Zach Wilson. 300 passing or multiple touchdowns. We shut them down to less than 20 points. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with a little bit more logic. And I'm going to pick the Panthers because this is Matt Rule's second year. They have a the Panthers have a good team, man. Last year, they only went 5-11, but I'm pretty sure 8 of their 11 losses were by one score. So they were fighting games very hard. Um, they're, they're, they have so many weapons on that receiving core. I mean, you just added Terrence Marshall, uh, Shai Smith. He had a good preseason. Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. And for the Jets' defense, man, we're a young unit. We've, we've hit, or we've had a lot of major blows, man. Carl Lawson, gone for the whole year. Gerard Davis, our middle linebacker, we were really going to count on. He's out until half of the year. And we have some really young corners. Our most experienced corner only became a starter halfway through last year. We have a young group, and I simply don't trust them. I think we will score some points. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the Panthers, uh, I think they're just going to come out and win the game, man. I don't expect a full-on blowout, but I expect them to win by two scores. Um, yeah, I know. Just being honest. If the Panthers had Patrick Mahomes instead of Sam Darnold, they would win by 50. They don't. Um, they have Sam Darnold. And that's the big question mark of this game. Sam Darnold is like the Sam Darnold from last year. I think that this game is going to overtime. 
he's, if he's better than last year, <laughs> if he if he's like, and I can really see this game going overtime. But if he's good, I think that the Panthers are gonna win just because I think any team, any decent quarterback, can score thirty on the Jets because of their terrible secondary. Like, I don't know how they're gonna combat that. Hopefully, they make some good zone coverages that can kind of um, hold other offenses to like less than. 25 points on occasion but overall the Jets made it a big priority to attack offense and build around Zach Wilson which I love that philosophy but they're not gonna have the best defense is what that means um, especially their secondary so Panthers should be able to score a lot but at the same time I feel like the Jets could score a lot because the Panthers don't have the best defense themselves I like Zach Wilson I love that offense I think it's gonna be like 28-28, 21-21, whoever gets the ball first in overtime is going to win. To jinx it, I'm going to say that the Jets are going to win. Oh, because... you fucking ass. <laughs> Bitch. I think that the Jets are going to win. I think that, I think that Zach, even, no matter what, I think that Zach Wilson is going to I, have. I think Zach Wilson will have a good game. Which is but it's just the whole team. Because I'm usually to. like, even Joe Burrow last year, I was a big fan, but he had a bad week one. He had a good week two, but he had a bad week one. It's going to be a big, it's big step up for Wilson, considering that, you know, at least Joe Burrow played with a ton of NFL level players. Zach Wilson, his, my biggest, biggest criticism of him is that has he been tested? Well, until preseason, no. Boise State is just not it. Coastal Carolina, they're not going to challenge you like the NFL does. Um, I think that if the, I hope the Jets don't, do too much like short pass kind of trickery stuff. I think they should let Zach Wilson take risks. Let Zach Wilson throw two interceptions this game. Let him get that feeling off because it's going to happen sometime this season. Um, I also want to see the Jets develop the run game because they really couldn't do that last year. Um, I think even if the Jets lose, I don't see them getting blown out. And if they get blown out, that's the only bad thing result for them if they lose to the panthers then the day will be embarrassing because it is sam Darnold plan but oh well we move not we you move with Don't that join the fandom what you have to say or are we gonna wrap it up i don't know i want to be optimistic but i've been optimistic for like five years and look what's happened so i'm i'm and done riding that way i'm the same way Bengals are gonna stuff this year um oh it, it sucks like because last year I was really way too optimistic and I learned my lesson. Oh, there. yeah, I was optimistic too, man. We both had so much confidence in it. You know, we're called the press sports fans for a reason. Our roster is better than it was last year. And and I seem less optimistic than I was last year, which is weird. I learned my mm-hmm. lesson. I was a learning boy. But here we are. <laughs> that, that's going to wrap it up for our week one predictions. Um, hopefully we'll, we will not look back on this and cringe after week six about like some of our team predictions. I'm just so excited. We have a game in less than oh, yeah. an hour. Let's go. Um, with that being said, make sure to check out our socials. Um, recommend this podcast to any friends. Um, share it. Um, and yeah, peace out, guys.